0: Radio. Welcome back, fellow patriots. With all that's going on in the world today, I thought we'd start off with something right here in our own backyard. So how many of you have heard that the Republican governor of Oklahoma, Kevin Stitt, has lost complete control of eastern Oklahoma? Apparently, almost two years ago in 2020, a court expanded tribal authority across Oklahoma, making the Oklahoma tribal recognition of eastern part of Oklahoma, right? The land making up five Indian reservations. All of this is in the eastern Oklahoma, considering it now to be Indian territory. The country meaning state law doesn't apply to these regions, right? So the end of last week, The governor, Republican governor, went to the Supreme Court to reconvene listening to oral arguments on whether the state of Oklahoma has any authority to prosecute thousands of non-Indians who commit crimes against Indians on Indian reservations. Governor Stitt said the Supreme Court ruled five to four decision that the governor no longer has jurisdiction there. (laughs) basically taking away half of Oklahoma from an American governor, right? And if they make it five regions, I could see what the Democrats were attempting to do or are attempting to do. Create five Democrat Indian governor or uh, maybe governors. Create another five House seats for the Democrats. And maybe... Senate as well. I honestly don't know what the motive here is, but I do know there's over 2 million Americans still residing in Eastern Oklahoma in lawless territory right now. The governor is unable to help them in any way. The police, nothing. Another angle on this, in my opinion, is when all these illegals are coming across the border, the corrupt ones, like remember we talked about the 42... Terrorists, known terrorists that they caught at the border, Mayorkas said they know where they are. I thought they stopped them at the border and didn't let them in. That's not the case. (laughs) Mayorkas let let them in our country. So now terrorists are coming in our country. And where are they going to be safe? Someplace like eastern Oklahoma. I'm just saying. So... If the Supreme Court ruled 5 to 4 decision giving the governor no longer jurisdiction there, 10% of Oklahoma is Indian population. Even the governor himself as a Republican has his Indian card. His children, they're blonde, blue-eyed, they also have their Indian cards. It's hard to tell who's Indian or who's not. They've never had reservations in Oklahoma. So there was a law coming out, Oklahoma versus Castro Jorarta. He was a really bad guy who almost killed a five year old Native girl. She was actually part of North Carolina's tribe. Biden administration won't get involved. The state ruling means that the state can, can't prosecute thousands, I mean, thousands of criminals. Law enforcement. is having a tough time. You can't tell who's Indian or not. So the Biden administration, by their own admission, do not have the resources to prosecute the burglaries, the car thefts. The FBI just said they're overwhelmed. They're not going to prosecute it right now. So if an Indian is involved, the state can't prosecute it. The tribes can't prosecute it. It has to go back to the feds. (laughs) And the feds don't have the resources to investigate anything. The Oklahoma governor will lose half his state. So now to top it off, these people that are on death row, in jail, criminals, they are now going and asking for blood tests to see if they can't get out of jail for free having Indian blood. (laughs) You just can't make this stuff up. The governor is going to fight it And let's pray that he wins and restores the full state of Oklahoma. And the Indians can have their reservations, but they need some type of law and some type of jurisdiction, some help. You can't just take a governor's state away, half of a state. That's just wild in today's day. But then again, nothing that Biden in this administration does surprises me. And speaking of governors, There's a guy, I pray that he wins. He's running as a Republican in the state of Oregon against that wacky Governor Brown. His name is Dan Pulliam. He was doing a rally and it was a peaceful rally in Portland, Circuit 22, until the Antifa mob of like maybe eight, nine cowards wearing all black with their face covered, Antifa members are mentally unstable. I remember when they first joined Facebook and they were reaching out, trying to find someone to train them and to get groups together to fight the American people. I actually sent them private messages trying to reason with them, talk to them. And they actually conversed with me, but they did shut me down. And I believe they blocked me or just went off of Facebook after they got what they needed. But I did see... Before they did, because I started you know, kind of observing their site, what they were all about, what they were doing, just to try and help them and talk to them. And uh, it was all before I realized all the CRT was in place. And they actually had videos, by the way, of military personnel training them out in fields at shooting range, teaching them how to shoot guns. These military guys had to be getting big bucks by someone, probably George Soros, Obama. So these cowards go to this peaceful rally, and they destroyed Stan Pilliam's tour bus. Can you believe that? The guy running for governor, they destroyed his bus. Now, can you imagine if Republican people went and did that to a Democrat at a peaceful rally? They'd be unhinged. All hell would break loose. The mainstream media would have a field day calling all of them racists and I could hear it now. How violent the Republicans are and anti-American and racist. Just the hate from the left to Republicans. It's just horrible. Such hypocrites. I mean, look what they're doing for to Marjorie Green. You don't have to always agree with her, but yet they are trying to take January 6th and lie and fabricate and take her off the ballot in Georgia, right? While Omar is sitting in Congress, not born in America, has terror ties, married her brother, has publicized she's against Christian values, and she's on the Foreign Affairs Committee in Congress. And no one says a thing about any of her connections, and yet they're trying to get Marjorie Green off the ballot where she can't run for her seat again. Shouldn't that be up to Georgians whether they want to nominate her again if they're happy with the work she's doing for them in her district? I would say that would be yes. So let's hope that Stan Pulliam pulls it off and he becomes the next governor of Oregon and cleans that state up. It's such a beautiful state. Now moving over to Florida, another beautiful state. Talk on the street is that Morell has stepped down at Disney. The guy who made it go woke and you go broke, he admitted Friday in an email that it's time for him to go. After three months of his new role, it's become clear that it's a number of reasons that it's not the right fit. (laughs) The only problem is that Disney announced that Christina Shake will be filling his shoes and taking over at Disney. Part of his role anyway. And I guess part of the other current administration at Disney will stay in place and just have a little bit more responsibility. But she's going to be taking over a major role. Now, if you don't know Christina Shake, she had roles in the Biden and Obama administration. She was also the deputy communication director for Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign. (laughs) She's vice president of global communications. And now we'll be stepping in running communications for Disney. Can we get a break and get rid of some of these Democrats? Why do they keep infiltrating key positions It just drives me crazy. wish they would go away, you know, be demoted. I mean, think about it. Almost every person high up in this current administration are very strange people. People are just not right in the head. I mean, honestly, I'm not trying to be rude or mean or anything, but it's almost like deliberate to make fun of us. You know, good, honest Christians, good, hardworking people, You know, you have to be a Christian, just good Americans, just good people from all different walks of life, you know, but the people that they have in key positions are just not right. Sorry, but it's just my my strong personal opinion. We want to keep our freedoms. We love our constitution. Nothing wrong with wanting to keep that. Less government. Stay out of our homes, stay out of our pockets, especially our money, (laughs) Govern like they're supposed to, not create more government, more taxes. Build back better for illegals. They're the only ones benefiting. I mean, all these trillions of dollars, these packets, these bills they keep passing, I haven't felt any of the benefits. And I'm certain none of you guys have felt it either. I don't know anybody who has, except for illegals on our dime. And with that being said, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bedsheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. Welcome back, patriots. As a friendly reminder, if you guys want to reach out, have any added concerns, thoughts, you can always, always reach me at lauramarie at talkthestreet.com. Love to hear from you. Love hearing from all of those who have already reached out. It's an honor to work with you guys and hear your guys' concerns. And friendly reminder, I'm our voice, the people's voice. God has given me this platform to share all of our concerns, our thoughts. So again, feel free to reach out anytime. In our first segment, we covered a little bit about Stan Pulliam, who's running for governor of Oregon and his run-in with Antifa, the cowards dressed in black and how they completely destroyed the poor guy's tour bus. Well, when he called 911 for help, it took 20 minutes before 911 answered the phone, and they had no police officers there in time to do any assisting. I guess people have experienced in Portland two hours before somebody answers the 911 call. That's pretty alarming. And so they are currently, with all of the cutbacks, shutting down the cold case division at the police department, which is one sergeant and six detectives, they are now going on the beat to work as police officers. I guess in the 70s, they had 30 cops, three zero cops per 30,000 citizens. And today, they have eight cops per 100,000 citizens. (laughs) Thanks, Democrats. You can thank all the Democrats, George Soros, and Obama for all of that. Not to mention anybody who voted for them. How many times did we say that anybody voting for a Democrat was going to find out when it's too late? I mean, look at these CRT parents, the parents of children in school right now. So many of them. I see them. I hear them talk on the street. Lifelong Democrats for the first time will be voting for Republican. So they are to blame as well for all of this dysfunction, the chaos that's going on. Not to mention, you know, we already know the election was stolen, so it's not entirely their fault, but they did vote for them. So <laughs> let's shift gears here. we all been talking about Russia and Ukraine. Old news, but it's still so very sad because remember, not just a little over two months ago, those people were living in Ukraine, just like you and I. I keep bringing that up because it's really the truth, I mean, reality. And, People are questioning Putin's health, his mental state. Well, I just found out Putin has terminal cancer. He has been acting off because he knows he's going to die. And why is Pelosi, if I know this information, I know Pelosi and our government knows this as well. So why are they pushing him to have a nuclear war is beyond me. He has nothing to lose at this point. He'll push the button. He doesn't care. The <laughs> man's going to die. So why push him? There's clearly something going on that you and I haven't seen yet. Remember how Pelosi and the Democrats, when they were hating on Trump, he's going to start a nuclear war, World War III. The man was the first president in 40 years that did not take us to war. In fact, he got us out of war. World peace, no chaos. I sure do miss President Trump. such a short period of time, this administration and these incompetent fools with someone else pulling their strings are just destroying everything in our way of life, clearly. I'm just concerned what crisis they're going to use before November, knowing they're going to lose terribly. Let's not forget the Taliban last year, August, September, when they got a hold of all of our weapons and stuff from Afghanistan, making them the third largest military in the world, they said that they needed six months to get ready to attack America. And they said that within a year, they would in fact attack America. And we also talked about how that would be just before the election. So when you see Pelosi not stressed, Biden says that they aren't gonna lose the House or the Senate Makes me wonder. Remember, in 2016, when they took the House, Pelosi was stressed out. You see her on a nighttime show, and she was stressed out two weeks before the election. And then all of a sudden, she wasn't stressed out anymore. Oh, we're going to win. I knew right then the election was rigged, and that's exactly what happened. And they thought that Hillary Clinton was going to win. So they focused on stealing the House, put all their energy into that. They didn't anticipate Trump winning. Speaking of late night shows, Steve Colbert has decided to throw his hat in the ring to run for office in California. <laughs> like they really need another liberal loon to run for office in California. And how many of you guys have heard of Jack Brewer, the ex-NFL star? He has the Jack Brewer Foundation that helps children. There's many children who, who are two to three years behind on reading and math in schools. And these very schools are pushing these children because of their skin color being black right through the school, graduating them without a proper education. Jack Brewer Foundation has a school that is helping these children to learn to read and write and get caught up to their proper age group. And some of them are just excelling. And these kids are 8 to 14 years old. So I wanted to mention him today because what an amazing man. You know, he is doing something about it and making a difference in these people's lives, in these children's lives. And most of them are without fathers. These kids got an opportunity to meet Governor DeSantis, and they got to meet him again for the second time. So Governor DeSantis put a bill into place to help fatherless programs like Jack Brewer's, which helps a lot. So the kids get to meet DeSantis, and they have a great role model in Jack Brewer. The crazy Joy Reid, the liberal crazy loon who uses racist for everything she doesn't agree with, which is about everything... She has the audacity to tweet on April 22nd, referring to these wonderful children with this opportunity that they have with Jack Brewer, undoing all the CRT they're being pounded into their head. She tweeted, and I quote, this misuse of black boys is tantamount to child abuse. I would really like to hear the backstory on who these kids were and how they wound up at a DeSantis event. given how anti-black DeSantis is. Using black children this way is extra sick. And because of that tweet, she has caused nothing but harm to these children. They ride bikes because they're poor. They ride bikes down to the Jack Brewer Foundation to school. And because of her reckless behavior, these children are now being tormented. They're being taunted, followed, questioned, harassed. These children are actually scared and they're confused. What a horrible thing that she has done. The exact opposite of what her intent was. It's either her way or no way. You either to learn the CRT and because they're being deprogrammed by this Jack Brewer Foundation and learning actual reading, history, math, learning the basics. They're not being indoctrinated she can't handle it. And she's caused a lot of harm. You know, one thing that Jack Brewer said that I found to be really uh, inspiring, and that was he read from the Bible. He says, the Bible says, Isaiah 1.17 is to defend the fatherless. And he felt compelled and it was a sign from God that this was his duty to give back and to help these fatherless children. And this evildoer, Joy Reed, does her best to cause havoc and harm to these children. And she has done some. So Jack Brewer has filed a police report against her. Good for him. I hope this helps her to see that she is doing harm instead of good—that she thinks that she's doing, unless she really doesn't. Who knows, and who cares? But I guess I do because what she's doing is is really bad. So hopefully this will snap her out of it and she'll stop her negative, hateful rants. And maybe more people won't listen to her. Adding to the mix, you know, talking about these youths and the kids, saying examples. 20% of youth sports today, the officials, 20% of the youth sport officials have quit due to violence. The pay is good, but six out of 10 quit by ninth grade because of the violence. I've seen moms you know, out there officiating and they come back with the black eye. Dads are getting mauled. I mean, pounded on by big guys. You know, being an athlete myself, And playing in many different sports, I've never seen anything like it. You know, sure, you disagree with an official every now and then, but I remember when, like, the umpires would bump their chests against each other, pound their chests against each other, or you know, you yell at an officiator. You know, that that was a bad call, or you might have somebody oversee a line judge from a bad call. You know, playing tennis, but nothing like this violence today. It's concerning, and it's just not right. They're having kids go out and officiate now to take place of officials, but I'm sure in time it'll all smooth out. So I'm hearing that Roe versus Wade has been overturned by the Supreme Court. There's a lot of protesting going on out there. They might want to take a look at what the real bill is about and what has been changed before people go real crazy in all of this. I hope everybody has a great day. And you are listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.